Today's episode is sponsored by Autodesk Graphic. Graphic is a full-featured app for making icons, illustrations, UI, and UX, or anything else you'd need out of a professional vector design app. Open, edit, and save raster or vector images, layered Photoshop or Illustrator files, CSS, SVG, PDF, and just about any other file format you can think of. You can open an AI file and export it to clean CSS code or a web-ready SVG with just a few clicks. It's available on your Mac, phone, and iPad, so you can design without compromise on the go. It's the vector design app you've been waiting for your iPad Pro and Apple Pencil. Visit graphic.com to learn more about Autodesk Graphic or find it in the App Store today. So I had never given much thought to whether batteries could be dangerous until maybe about three years ago. At that time, I worked at a company that had this big anniversary celebration, and they give all of us, you know, hundreds of employees, these small silver external batteries. Maybe half a length of a pen, but blocky, so you could stick a USB in. And they had the company logo on them. They were sleek, they were cool looking, and, you know, we each got one, but I thought they were so cool and useful, I actually took two. I might have taken three if I'd been able to find more lying around. So that was great. And then a few (laughs) days later, we received this all-staff email, and it's, you know, urgent subject line telling us in no uncertain terms that we needed to return these immediately because they were at risk for exploding. And, you know, my memory's a little fuzzy there. They might already have exploded. (laughs) So we were supposed to go to this particular floor of this office and then put them all in the trash there creating, I suppose, just one big pile of potentially flammable batteries instead of having, you know, hundreds of batteries across all our desks across the entire office building. (laughs) I do remember looking up these really terrifying videos of batteries exploding. You can look them up on YouTube, and there really is this flash of white light when it happens, and I remember being so transfixed. And I think it was then that I first learned that batteries actually are just like bombs that we carry around with us. Before that, I had no idea. Uh, (laughs) There are a lot of terrifying things in this story. I think the most terrifying thing being that somebody at your former place of employment may or may not have had a phone explode on them, but it remains unclear to this day. (laughs) Right. And I'm remembering now I actually gave one of my extra one to my boyfriend. So who knows where that is? It could, you know, be in his backpack. Wait, is that relationship still going? (laughs) You know, that relationship is still going and he is still alive. Does he know that you did this? He knows. And then later he was like, I can't believe you tried to kill me. (laughs) But we're still together. That's great. I hope you have a good insurance policy out on him. Hello and welcome to What's Tech, a podcast from TheVerge.com. I'm your humble host, Christopher Thomas Plant. Today, I'm joined by my friend and colleague, science reporter at TheVerge.com, Angela Chen. How are you doing? I'm doing well today, thanks. Thank you for coming and doing the show on this really uh, bizarre topic. Well, I guess people haven't heard about this. So the story that I saw on TheVerge.com this morning is that the Galaxy Note 7 has been recalled. This is Samsung's large phone because its battery, in some cases, is given to explosions, like real explosions, like things have caught on fire because of this. But 
people are still using their phones because the recall has been kind of a debacle. So one, public service announcement, if you have one of these phones, don't keep using it, participate in the recall. But if you have more questions, we're going to get those answered right now. So I, I, I guess to kick this off, kind of explain to me in this specific case, what is going on? Because all I know is Samsung has a, a phone and sometimes it can explode because of the battery or, or is it more complex than that? Well, you have that correct. Samsung okay. just released, you know, its new Galaxy Note. It was supposed to be this big deal. But then maybe a week ago, we found out that there is this risk of battery explosion. And that's why they're doing this massive recall. So I think the number is actually very low. I think it's something like 35 handsets out of 24 million um, have found to have this problem of, you know, battery exploding. But the problem is battery exploding is so terrifying you know, it's not like your app doesn't work. It, this could, you know, kill people. It could really harm people. That um, is why they're doing this big recall. And also, it's fairly common in some ways. I feel like exploding batteries are in the news every couple of years because it's in the nature of the battery to explode. Like, it's very natural in a way for batteries to explode, as terrifying as that thought is. No, that that is super terrifying. I mean, okay, when... So when I see a thing is like, recalled this is not a healthy consumer reaction but my instinct is like oh it's probably not a big deal i like i said do not follow this behavior this is very wrong uh but my my mental image is like oh things can be hyperbolic explosion it probably means like it fizzles and maybe and you know maybe smoke comes out what does it actually, uh, I guess, look like, or how does it work when one of these things explodes? There are a bunch of ways that it can explode, but basically it kind of just bursts into flame. Um, it's not like you notice, oh, there is, my phone smells weird, or oh, there's a little smoke. Like, it's a real, it's a really serious thing. And that's why, you know, I kind of have the same reaction as you. When I hear recall, I don't really care because, you know, what, what could happen here, what could happen is, you know, something, it's like a bomb going off in many ways. In, so, in some ways, you know, someone I spoke to said, like, you should think of batteries as bombs. Like, think of all the energy they're holding that you're charging into them day by day. That's what you're carrying around, what most of us are carrying around in our bags. Uh, uh, this is so terrifying. Okay, well, let's talk. We're going to be really positive right now. Everything is going well with a lithium-ion battery. What does that scenario look like? How does it work? So... A battery has two electrodes, which are electrical conductors on opposite sides. Um, one electrode it holds positively charged ions, and it's called the cathode. And then the cathode is filled with lithium. Just imagine that as the place where the fuel is stored. And then the opposite side holds negatively charged ions, and it's called the anode. Basically, the, the lithium moves from one side to another. Does that make sense so far? Yeah, so far I can follow that. Right. So when the battery is in use, the lithium moves to the opposite direction. Um, and in between these are chemicals called electrolytes. And that's where things get kind of complicated. Wait, so electrolytes. So, oh, go ahead. Electrolytes. Yeah. This is a very stupid question. Is that the same thing that is in Gatorade? You know what? I am actually not entirely sure. I think okay. they're related, but I don't drink Gatorade because <laughs> okay. I'm not, I don't do sports. So that's... that world, like that is not 
a type of electrolyte I actually know about. I'll be honest, it's the only thing I know about Gatorade. It's just I've heard electrolytes. Um, anyway, I'm sorry for interrupting. Please continue with the real electrolytes. You know, I think the electrolytes in Gatorade are real because they. I think they're tr- supposed to replenish your body in a similar way, but... You know what? I'm not going to speculate that. Uh, Sure, sure. And your body doesn't explode. (laughs) Yeah, your body doesn't explode. That's a good thing. So there's these electrolytes in the middle. And basically, the electrolytes are important because they help the ions move from one side to another. Um, the, The problem is you can't, you want the ions to move together, but you don't want the two sides, the anode and the cathode, to actually touch. So the last kind of part of the battery is you just put separators in between. So you want, you know, lithium to move. You don't want the two to actually touch. What happened with Samsung is that the separators, there were flaws in them. They were, there was something wrong. We don't know exactly what was wrong. The two sides touched, and that is basically the worst kind of failure you can have because it almost certainly, when that happens, it almost certainly would lead to a fire or an explosion. That sounds so precarious. Like the idea that two sides of something that is in your pocket can't touch, and, and yet it's thin enough to fit in your pocket. That just sounds terrifying. I mean, uh, you mentioned that like it's healthy, healthy to think of uh, batteries like bombs. How possible is something like this with other smartphones? It's kind of hard to say, you know, on a brand by brand level. But the thing is, almost all of the batteries we use are the same kind of battery that Samsung is using. They're rechargeable lithium ion batteries. And lithium is used because it's super light, but it also holds a lot of energy. And that's, you know, exactly what you want. Um, So because it's so ubiquitous, this isn't a problem with just Samsung. It's not like you can get away from this problem. Well, you might if it's a different manufacturer. But in the overall problem, you can't get away from it for, by just using another phone. Anything that has a lithium-ion battery, this could pot- potentially happen to. How how common are exploding batteries? I mean, I guess just in general, like not including or not limiting it to this specific case. I don't think we have numbers. And it's one of those things where, you know, like with the Samsung case, you know, something like 24 sets out of or 30 sets out of 24 million. You know, even when we hear this in the news, the numbers themselves, like the number of actual ones that have exploded is fairly low. But as something that happens, it is fairly common, I think. And it happens not just in smartphone batteries, but I think Boeing. I think a few years ago, they had a liner, um, sorry, a liner, a airplane actually do an emergency landing because they had a similar problem with the battery in there. So, you know, this can happen with laptops. It can happen with cars. It's not just phones. This, can I tell you, like, the one thing that I find so strange about this story is that we, there are people in the world who are conspiracy theorists about, like, far crazier things with less scientific backing. I think, like, people who don't want to give their children medication or climate change deniers. Mm -hmm. And yet here is a thing where like it really happens. Your phone explodes and it's not super common, but does it does like actually happen. And I, I don't feel like I've ever heard of people who are like, oh, I refuse to use anything with a lithium ion battery. I, I just don't feel like I'm aware of that as a movement. How would you live, though? I mean, could, could you give up your iPhone? <laughs> I think that's a question we should, we should all ask ourselves. Yeah. I guess, I guess what is, like, really interesting about it to me is, like, it basically makes the case that, uh, that people are <laughs> comfortable supporting their, I guess, political and personal beliefs so long as it, like, 
isn't too inconvenient. <laughs> I think that's that's totally true. You know, you can deny climate change and what like how is that going to affect your life? It's just a belief, right? But if you somehow deny lithium-ion batteries, you just that's a whole new lifestyle. That's a whole yeah. new way of living. Well, is okay. I guess kind of to put a bow on all this. Is there a better option than lithium-ion batteries, or is is there, like, one in the works, at least? So, remember when we talked about the electrolytes, the Gatorade of the battery, essentially? Yes, thank you. <laughs> so, um, they're in the middle, and then they're pretty—they can be really unstable, you know. Because they help the ions move from one side to another, you want them to move quickly, but the faster they move, the more unstable they are. And that's what, you know, kind of makes them— flammable and makes them prone to bursting into flame. So, you know, there are scientists who want, who say, okay, the electrolytes are unstable. Why don't we just try to make electrolytes more stable? And they're trying to develop this type of battery that basically lowers the risk. And these electrolytes, they're called ionic liquids, and they need a lot more heat um, to form the flammable gas that causes the explosion. So it sounds like a good idea. It is a good idea, and they're definitely safer. One challenge is that battery life is, it kind of compromises battery life, and it can also be expensive. So there's a lot of trade-offs that remain. You asked, you know, is this common? And I think one thing that's important to keep in mind is that even if it might, you know, most phones don't explode, thank goodness. But I feel like this is something that might become more common because we want more and more from our phones. Um, Things like overcharging it or charging it too fast, every one of those things kind of raises the risk for the exploding phone. But I want a faster charging phone. You want a faster charging phone. We've actually reached almost 90% of the capacity of lithium-ion batteries, of what we can theoretically, from a chemical science perspective, get out of them. But we're still trying to add on all of these other things so our phones can power our, you know, seven-inch screens. Um, And I think that's one thing that's kind of, if it sounds like there are more and more exploding batteries, I think that might be one of the reasons, because we're demanding more and more from our batteries. Yeah. And I guess there are just more and more phones being made and also hanging around the market that things uh, are bound to go wrong at a certain point. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Well, I I won't say this made me feel like safer per se, but I do feel like I am coming out of this with more knowledge. And that's really all I can ask for, I guess. Yeah, I guess the thing is, and this is both a good thing and a bad thing, is that almost all the things that cause um, exploding batteries are not your fault, you know? It's like the manufacturer did something wrong with the separators or they forgot to put in something that makes it not overcharge. So on the one hand, you didn't do anything wrong if your phone explodes. On the other hand, you can't do anything to make sure your phone, <laughs> you know, doesn't explode. So it's kind of a double-edged sword. Fantastic. Um, that is a perfect note to end on. Thank you for doing the show. Thank you, Chris. Uh, thanks to Autodesk Graphic for sponsoring today's episode. Graphic is a full-featured app for making icons, illustrations, UI and UX, or anything else you need out of a professional vector design app. It's available on your Mac, phone, and iPad, so you can design without compromise on the go. It's the vector design app you've been waiting for for your iPad Pro and Apple Pencil. Visit graphic.com to learn more about Autodesk Graphic or find it in the App Store. Thank you to our producer, Andrew Marino, and thank you for listening. We are here every Tuesday. You can find us on TheVerge.com, or you can find us on iTunes, where you can leave a review. It always helps. Or you can find us on any of your favorite podcatchers. We're also on Twitter, at What's Tech, 
And uh, Angela, where can people find you on the social media if you would like them to find you? Yes, I'm on Twitter at Changela. My name is Angela Chen, so C-H-E-N-G-E-L-A. Perfect. Until next time, we'll talk with you all later. Goodbye. Ba-ba-da-ba-da.